Hello and welcome to the I Had an Epiphany podcast. This is your host, Mark Thompson. We have a great show in store for you today. We are chatting with the wonderful Hava Rose. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. So today, you know, we're going to be talking about your your journey of self-discovery, business, wellness, and your plans for the future. So once again, I wanted to thank you for joining the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. So I'm I'm really excited to talk to talk with you today. Want to talk about your journey and how it's been truly ex- inspiring to others. Uh, your work includes health, spirituality, and wellness. So before we dis- before we get into that discussion, I wanted to talk to your exp- I want to talk about your experience a little bit about becoming a chiropractor. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah. So many years ago, at least what feels like. Um... I was, you know, in undergrad and trying to figure out kind of my journey and my path. And I had been an, I was an, am an athlete my whole life. So I've always wanted to be around that. I always loved, you know, being in the atmosphere of it. Um, And I wasn't a collegiate athlete. So a way I thought about could be, you know, physical therapy or sports medicine was a way to maintain being in those environments. Um, and it wasn't until I came home on a, I don't know, a Thanksgiving break from undergrad. Um, and I got to see my chiropractor who I grew up with. I grew up as a child getting adjusted. It's my mom's best friend. Um, and she kind of suggested I look into it as a way I could create a practice that was revolving around athletics. Mm. Um, and really the winning, the winning um, decision came from understanding that I did not need to take any test to enter chiropractic school so it was it was um you know you had to have certain undergraduate courses specifically in science um but besides that it wasn't it was more just applying and getting maybe a letter recommendation I I don't remember I just remember no test was needed um so that kind of started how I landed in chiropractic uh school and 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 in the realm and world of chiropractic work so it was something I was familiar with Um, at least physically, I didn't really know the philosophy of it, but I grew up getting adjusted. I liked the idea of being in possibly being in an athletic environment. Mm -hmm. I'm fascinated with the body, just being an athlete. Um, and there was no test I needed to take. So it was an easy application. (laughs) That sounds like an awesome plan and had to have major benefits having your mom be um, I'm sorry, your mom's best friend be a chiropractor who can guide you through the entire experience. Yeah, it was nice to have her. And she was someone, even aside from chiropractic, I always, you know, I, I admired her. She was a successful woman, a, fam- a family woman, and just like a great personality. So, you know, she kind of grew up as like an, you know, an, an extended aunt in our family. So, yeah, it made it, it made it nice. And I could have someone to understood and then I could adjust my chiropractor, which was cool. So, mm-hmm. just to throw you a little curveball, so what what sports did you play? So, as a child, I started pretty young at the age of three, and later became competitive. But I was a gymnast. Okay. So for ten years of my youth, I was a gymnast, and um, and that then went into like high school. I was a cheerleader. Um, is that that translated there? And then I just took my own journey in the fitness world. Um, I have done 
bikini bodybuilding. I've done, I was in an amateur Muay Thai fight. I've done like TRX competition. So it kind of like evolved. Um, yeah, just pushing my body and seeing what I could do with it. It's always been fun for me. <laughs> you really impressed me when you said the Muay Thai competition. I'm like, she <laughs> has to have a great back in order to even attempt that. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun time and one fight and I was like, yeah, I don't need to keep doing this. One fight's enough. Did you hopefully you won? I did not. It uh, was a draw. I mean, it was a it went the whole fight, but it was a decision. So, it wasn't a terrible fight, but, you know, I fought a girl that had had I think it was like her fifth fight too. So, it was my first, you know, what? she had more experience. Yeah, I was going to say, at least you were able to get a chance to experience that and have the courage to even attempt it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was great. Good Um, good experience. (laughs) I wanted to get back onto the uh, chiropractor a little bit. So how has it benefited you personally in in ways and how does it help your your clients improve and make them want to practice and learn more about becoming better with their back and et cetera? Yeah, so... Chiropractic is uh, interesting because it's a it's actually a preventative healthcare form, but it's living in a reactive society. So the ideology and philosophy of chiropractic is actually stems from a place of like preventing sickness, preventing injury. It's all about taking care of the body before it breaks down. But living in a world that we live in, you know, it's not until you have aches and pains that people usually seek it. So it's been cool for me because I'm able to at least try to implement the other knowledge I have with the body, like through physical, you know, movement of it and and athletics and um, exercise and fitness. I'm able to at least help facilitate some tidbits on how what they can do to help create a more preventative lifestyle um, and help the uh, work of chiropractic like last longer, essentially. Okay. Um, so that's a bit of really nice benefit in the culmination of having like my own physical knowledge, you know, of how the body works as I've been put it, put my body to the test many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really beautiful for me in my journey of finding myself um in building community so it's been really nice because I don't I work currently I didn't always but I have had a house call practice a mobile practice for the past I don't know three four years where I go to people's homes or they come to mine I have a table that's portable and moves so it's it's allowed me to really fine tune the people that I am that are my patients it's a you much more of a word of mouth business since I don't have a brick and mortar people can look up you have to kind of so it's been really beautiful because I built this beautiful community um of people that I align with that I might not know you know and and because of the word of mouth and so it's been nice because it allows me to practice in the way I believe and the people come, you know, because they align with that. So it's been nice to build community and then, you know, be able to use my knowledge and other world because I just want to throw this out there. Ultimately all the physical pains we have, unless it's, you know, a specific injury where you fall off your bike, you know, something that would provoke physical pain. Most of our physical pain in our life that people generally come to me for stem from unresolved emotional traumas, unresolved 
mental trauma, unresolved, you know, unresolved nutritional trauma that we, you know, so all these things manifest physically at some point if they're not, you know, taken care of. So for me, it bleeds into a lot of the other work is the full scale of understanding yourself and understanding that our body, our vessel, everything we do ties back to something else. So yes, I try my best to educate with that too. And understanding that, yeah, if you're having a hard time in your relationship, at some point you're holding on to a lot of that in your body physically, and it'll turn into physical aches and pains. Wow. Um, so you know? it's, it's much deeper than, than just mental. It, it, it also affects your body as well. Yeah. It's like, it's, I mean, our bodies are magical systems and you can't deny or your body doesn't forget. Like your might maybe you can mentally forget, but your body doesn't forget anything you go through. <laughs> and uh, chemically things change when you have a traumatic experience or you have stress, you know, I don't want to, trauma sometimes feels like a really big thing for people. So to minimize, to keep it like, it can also be really something small and stressful. Right. Um, but chemical changes happen in your body when you experience stress and you build up memory with that stuff and there's nowhere else for it to go. If you're not releasing it through other avenues, like, you know, other ways to find ways to release of either physical movement, therapy, whatever. If you're not releasing these things out of your body, your body just holds on to it and that becomes pain generally. Hmm. Um, but can also be, you know, it could also be digestion issues. It could be, you know, it could be a lot. Of, it affects you in different ways. So, wow. Before yeah. my, my next question had to do with wellness, but I wanted to ask you with your with your mobile business, how have you been affected during the pandemic? So, you know, I decided early on in the pandemic that I wasn't going to shut down. Um, I decided that more than ever, people need to be taking a look at their spine health as it dictates dictates their entire health. And this is a really important time to take care of your health and do preventative work. I did decide, however, to not, um, to temporarily stop going to houses and only seeing people out of my home, just because it's a, it's an environment I can control, but I don't know. It's a controlled environment. Yeah. I don't know what goes on in other homes and the less I move around the, I felt the safer it was with patients to, um, you know, and, you know, we wear masks throughout. In the very beginning, I was wearing gloves just because it was so unknown, but that ended quickly as I, you know, for me, the the sense of touch is necessary and the glove does restrict it a bit. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I decided, though, I didn't advertise as much, um, but if people reached out, I was happy to take care of them. Um, and I, yeah, I, I was like, this is the time more than ever that people need the health. So I need to at least see people and just keep it as safe as I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good to hear that you're able to, you know, still able to maintain and sustain business, even, you know, through these troubling times and believe it or not, what you're doing is really helping others. Like you're, you're identifying other stresses that they may not be familiar with. So yeah, to follow up with is like, can you tell me why health and wellness is so important to you? Um, I mean, <laughs> there's so many ways this could go, but ultimately, <laughs> I really believe in. Mm, I believe in the right to live the most 
impactful, purposeful life for each individual. And when you have or don't have your health and wellness, it really impacts the way you live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really shifts your ability to focus on living, you know, in purpose or living your most, you know, impactful life. And when you do have health and when you are able to have your health and your wellness and your well-being, you're able to flourish because you're, you're not consumed with these other, you know, other things. Um, and the less you have your health and wellness, the more it's like a ripple effect. If you don't have it, your focus shifts and then that's all you're focusing on or, you know, and then that stems into, into more um, disabling health and wellness. Right. It just like, is a trickle effect that like if you don't have it and you can't get it, then it becomes worse and worse. Um, and I want to make sure that with, with my experience for myself, you know, I've had the privilege to experience like, so many different ways of eating, so many different ways of moving my body, so many different ways of feeling my thoughts and seeing my thoughts. Like I want to at least help others be attuned to their own body and yeah. understand what health and wellness means for them, because it's not always the same for each individual, but at least from the ground up, you know, physically I can provide as a chiropractor, I can provide that like framework foundation of health and wellness as far as adjusting and moving the spine to allow that and also educating patients on things they can do to help maintain that. Um, And I think if I'm able, or if everyone's able to tap into their well-being at a full capacity, that means that that, that, those people are going to be able to flourish in this world and provide what their unique gifts are to the world because they won't be focused on that and it will just help support live their best life, you know? Wow. That, that, that's pretty awesome. And it, and it sounds really genuine. Like it's something that you truly, truly care about, which is like a good thing that's needed for people today. Like in, in general, like just expanding, you know, your, your mental capacity, making sure you're mentally good, you're physically good, spiritually good. You're definitely in the right direction. Um, I know when you were you were making your discoveries about your uh, spiritual and mental well-being, you started the right echo. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, the right echo is like my baby. <laughs> okay. Um, the right echo is like a bit over a year old. It's a spelled W R I T E. Um, And it emphasizes this, this power of connection to self, which in turn creates connection to a greater collective, your community, your world, whatever. So, and we, we journey into connection to ourselves through journaling. Um, So it's a workshop community. There's a podcast as well that I'm not very active with, Um, but it's, it's a place for us as a community, whoever wants to come, all are included, um, to come together to participate and practice and support each other in guided journaling workshops, which I facilitate. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's been really, it's just been really a beautiful experience to essentially birth and (laughs) to watch grow, you know, so that's why I say it's my baby. (laughs) When was it that you had that epiphany to start your baby? 
So I have been, I've always been someone that tries lots of things and have done multiple businesses, you know, kind of done, I'm entrepreneur in that way, where I've done multiple things, I try them, I see if I like it, and then I'm like, ah, I'm gonna shift. Mm -hmm. So prior to, I had done a lot in the food entities of like my own granola, and then a a plant-based food experience company with a friend. And I really love like gathering and bringing people together. And I love connecting people. And it wasn't until all those, you know, I had all my entrepreneurial business ventures had stopped at that point, And I was like craving a new one. <laughs> and and I really loved hosting. And so I wanted to do some type of event work. Um, but I also started to realize, because in that year, I had started to do my own, you know, growth evolution work um and it included reading back on journals that I had kept since I was 13 14 15 and I realized how powerful journaling I always knew I liked to journal but I didn't realize until then how powerful it was in my growth and evolution and I know so many people are kind of intimidated by journaling at times because they think there's a right way or they're not sure how to approach it or And I'm also aware that alone time, like when people generally journal, it's alone. And alone time can be sometimes the scariest time. Mm. And I think I found that a lot of people won't completely open up to themselves with themselves. So I kind of was like, oh, this could be a really cool way to bridge this gap and really create this fiery connection to self. Because when you're in a group and everyone's journaling, well, why not you do the same? You know, everyone's, you know, you're in the space with everyone, but everyone's in their own little world, which is really beautiful. Wow. And I, this used to be when we were in real time. Things have shifted that we're in virtual space now, but um, it used to be in home and everyone collectively in the same space, head down, pen moving. And it really Just like kind stop. of... Yeah, it's a it's a supportive environment and it's safe and vulnerable and empowering. So I think it's easier for people to have these realizations and sh- perspective shift because they're in a supportive space to dig mm-hmm. deep and get vulnerable with themselves. And you know what? It's funny that you say that because I, I journal too, just not a lot. I definitely should journal more. But I remember when I first started and it, I, I got pinned to the paper and I'm like, well, you can't lie to yourself, so <laughs> you might as well just put it all out there, put it all on paper. That's so real. So I, I understand. I know, right? So I understand when you say, like, there are some people who are like, look, I, I don't know how to properly do it. So having a support group where everyone it could potentially feel the same way you feel, and then you, you just see everyone going at it, putting pen to paper, that could definitely help get the the ball rolling for you so I think that's a good environment that you have set up for that yeah it's inspiring and for me to watch it it's just inspiring to see like those are my favorite moments when we do a sharing portion Mm -hmm. um, and no one's ever obligated to share but it's an opportunity because I always I always like to emphasize like not all of us are heard in this world we don't always feel like we have spaces to speak up and express so I want to make sure that if you feel called to like you know show up and express what came up for you because this is a space to do it without judgment. And my favorite moments are when people have these like, wow, I just connected these dots or I didn't even know this about me or I, you know, those are my, yeah, I love witnessing them. They're so dope for me to see. Cause it's, it's, I didn't do anything, you know, I'm just like 
you know, it's all, it's all the work. They did it all themselves. They figured it out themselves. It's just like they had this little bit of support around them and facilitation that let them get to that point, you know? Mm-hmm. The one cool thing I think, well, that I like about journaling is when I go back and read it and mm. like, read my actual words and I'm like, okay, like, like you said, like you, you start to see the process. It's like that aha moment. It's like, mm-hmm. I knew this. I just needed to put it in words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's like a lot of the practice of journaling is just being able to transmute your thoughts from one dimension to another dimension. And it allows you to see it from a different perspective, which is really just, uh, it's, I I love it. I love watching it too. That's so cool. What's, um, what's your core mission for it? I mean, you dug into it a little bit, but. Yeah, um, my overlying. For me. Yeah, so my overlie on like mission for it is igniting and allowing people to explore, express and connect. Mm. And the connection starting with self. So this is a space, you know, where you have the ability and I'm giving you tools that you always have access to, right? You don't have to outsource resource. So this is you know, so many people in our world are not able to do things in life because they don't have the resources. Okay. And this journaling is a tool that like, once you get a little bit understanding of it or play with it, like it's a resource you always have to really dig into self and to connect to self. So I really believe the better you're able to connect to yourself and the better you can understand yourself, it just catapults you to be able to connect and understand your community your friends your family the world that much greater you know you can only connect to someone as deeply as you're connected to yourself mm-hmm. so the greater we can create these bonds within ourselves, the greater capacity we have to show up in the world in our power in our truth with clearer communication with better understanding you know so i just want to be able to facilitate Um, a space for people to get to know themselves in a safe way, like in a very safe and loving environment to eventually have them be able to use this tool of journaling to forever evolve themselves and forever be able to connect to themselves and forever be able to better understand because you're going to change, you know, and I just want people and it really came to light with all the upheaval of like revolution that's going on. Right. When I realized like, People need want and need to show up, but a lot of people don't know how. And that, I think, has a lot to do with people not being understanding of what their power is, what their truth is. So especially times like now when people want to show up, it's really important to know your power, to know your truth, to understand your thoughts so that you can show up for these big movements and make impact, you know? Absolutely. So that's, yeah, that's a lot of. My I, feel, belief I feel like everything you do is just hitting in every direction, but they all tie together. You know, like yeah. from, from a journaling session, you never know. Like someone might need to get readjusted, and now now you're now you're got your chiropractor hat back on. You know, so there's there's yeah. a number of different things you can do, and it also goes back to you saying you wanted to you know get into the event planning and stuff like that. So you're you're hitting all three of your points with the right echo yeah it's funny because for a long time I felt like confused by how do I explain all that I do because to me it made sense it all made sense but I couldn't figure out how to tie it together for other people I was like oh they just think I'm doing too much (laughs) (laughs) 
no, I no, the way you've explained it, like I, I literally understand your approach and exactly what you're trying to do and it and it all literally ties together. So that makes me very excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one thing I did want to ask you as well. So like I know you do you do you work with like minded people who are who are just like you? Like what's your what's your collaborative process? Um I definitely do work with like-minded people. Um, The collaboration hasn't been as prominent as it used to be in my past, like event work. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because one is because um, I built community over years between chiropractic and the other events. Like I think sometimes collaboration work is nice because you get to bring in other people or you get to build your community. Um, And so that was not a draw necessarily for me. Like I didn't necessarily feel I needed to, you know, I had a community already, which was really beautiful. I got to tap into, Mm -hmm. Um, I have collaborated in like event spaces where other events kind of like reach out and want to bring me in. And I'm definitely picky about it. I definitely pick the people I align with from like a core value level. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And you know, I've had some opportunities to collaborate that I have denied because for me, it didn't make sense. Like it didn't make sense for who I, who I believe the right echo community is and, 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 or, and, or I didn't align with the people, you know, the event for the it will just like, there was a core values that weren't aligned for me with the people um, who I am, who they are. So collaborative work hasn't been as prominent for mm-hmm. the right echoes that I have had in the past. But I'm all about collaborative work. Um, I do know like my community, like the community of the right echo, it's like all sorts of walks of life. So it's really fun for me to connect people within the community. That's kind of been my collaborative work is like, I get to see also relationships build outside both for business and for personal. So for me, it's really cool to see the collaborative work within the community itself. Mm, I see. You know? Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really good at the end of the day. I mean, you, you have a plan, so I know you're going to execute it. And that, that goes to my follow-up question. This, this will be the last one because I know you're busy. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. Of course. So let me. So, what is your vision for the future, and Mm -hmm. what can we expect from you? Wow. So I'll tell you one thing. I know you've written. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing in like an overall theme. Don't ever expect things to remain for Haba. I'm very much someone that like needs the shift, needs the change. As I evolve, so do my projects and. Um, the way I move in life. So definitely, I'm not going to be someone you always are going to know where I'm working, what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) I will say this, the Right Echo is really special to me. Um, And with the shift of the pandemic, with everything kind of moving virtual, it really opened my horizons to possibilities. Um, So I have been in the works of building an online course um that I'm really hoping to like blast out into the world nice. <laughs> um maybe end of this end end of September is my goal um and that's gonna be kind of a course that you kind of talked about a bit earlier where it really encompasses all the work all the knowledge and all the work I've done um and it's a course really about 
figuring out what are your individual human needs to support and thrive to have an impactful life. So it's going to talk about food, movement, you know, journaling, meditation, visualization, energy work, all this, it's going to be an encompassing thing. So I'm working on that to really blast out and reach people globally and beyond Philadelphia and beyond this country to really help people figure out like how they show up in the world, you know, and figure out the ways to support themselves individually. So that's like my kind of secret thing in the work, not secret, but that's what I've been working on this month a bit. Um, I'm hoping to have Right Echo become a membership type of program. Okay. Um, yeah. So have like a monthly membership and then have so many workshops a month that you're automatically in. I've, I kind of started to shift that with the virtual world. So it's been, it feels good. And I think that's going to be a fun way to go. And honestly, I want to shift and maintain chiropractic work um, in the Philly area, but I definitely don't see it. Um, I want to get to a point of not building. I want to cap it, you know, and shift my energies to this other work where I can where I can touch a lot more people without physically being present, if you know what I'm saying. No, and like that makes perfect sense. Right? And just, like, be able to be in that space. And hoping that um, when some of – a bit of this um, pandemic settles, I do and would love to travel with the Right Echo and, and do, like, be able to expand the community now so that when I can and will travel, I'll be able to bring the – bring the physical workshop to other cities. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love, I'm open to like, you know, I want to be able to be speaking in front of big crowds about all the work. So, you know, that that's a little bit, I got to wait and see what happens with the pandemic, but I really do see that in the future and like bringing it to other places and experiencing it, experiencing it in other environments and continuing collaboration work um, where it makes sense for sure. I do love collaboration. So yeah, no, that that's a that's a good vision. And I mean, especially with what has happened through this pandemic, I mean, I feel like there are going to be services like this that are going to be needed when this is all said and done, because so many Americans have been affected by this. And I mean, not even just Americans, people globally have been affected. by yeah. this. And I feel like you're taking the right steps in the direction to providing a service that I feel like is valuable once the world you know finally returns if that makes any sense oh yeah there's gonna be yeah um I don't not get dark but yeah there's gonna be like long-term mental effects from this that are gonna show up I think for oh, many God, years I after agree. it you know so I, I want to do what I can to provide a space of understanding connection and processing and exploring and expressing you know yeah, so. just like just like going back to your being a chiropractor, you're being preventative, and right now you are taking the steps, even with the right echo, to be preventative for possible long term effects. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so Have a, this this conversation has been awesome. I want to thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to learn about you, your your self discovery, your message on education, wellness, the right echo. How can the people get in touch with you? Where can they find you? Yes. So I'm pretty present on Instagram. Um, and you could follow me at Hava, H-A-V-A dot Rose. I also have the right echo page, which is 
the right echo, no, no underscore, no dot. It's uh, T-H-E-W-R-I-T-E-E-C-H-O. So at the right echo. And then my website, if you're interested in like more of the chiropractic work, you could hit me up www.drhavarose.com. We, we got it. So Hava, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to thank you again so much for joining us. And for to join daily conversations for I Had an Epiphany podcast, go to epiphany.co for your latest episodes. We are on Apple and Spotify. And Hava, thank you for a wonderful show.